I'm Raksha Berman, your host for My Diwali. It's a podcast about how we experience Diwali in modern multicultural Australia. Today, I'm talking to Meetu Bhomik Langa, a Melbourne-based filmmaker, producer, and the festival director of the Indian Film Festival of Melbourne. We will chat about all her nostalgic memories of the festive season that she remembers growing up in India, her Bengali roots and love for goddesses, including Goddess Durga and Goddess Kali, and her favorite go-to mishti treats during Diwali. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording from. I pay my respects to the Kamaregal people and their elders past and present. I'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander lands you're listening from and extend the respect to any First Nations listeners. Namaskar and welcome to My Diwali on SPS Meetu. Apni kemon achin? So nice to speak to you, Raksha. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. It's a pleasure. Now, Meetu, you are a filmmaker, producer, owner of the leading distributor of Bollywood films in Australia and New Zealand and the festival director of Indian Film Festival of Melbourne. I think it's fair to say you sort of love films. <laughs> yes, you. Uh, how did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do a filmy flashback. You migrated to Australia. Can you describe and take us back to your Diwali celebrations when you still lived in India? So like most Indians, Diwali was obviously one of our key festivals that we used to look forward to. And you know, I'm Bengali. So for Bengalis, we also have Kali Pujo on Diwali day. So it was a double celebration. And uh, pretty much the celebrations would start from Durga Puja and then go on till Kali Pujo and Diwali and then go on till Christmas, New Year and then after a while it would be holy. This time I feel is a very, very special time and when we were in India, obviously everything would revolve around food and what we were eating, at which pujo, we would do pandal hopping and go from pujo to pujo and then obviously in the evenings we'd all be home bursting crackers and where everyone comes together, all is forgiven. Uh, you're sending presents to each other. There's uh, dry fruits and uh, mithai dabbas all around the house. Just a very lovely time. I'm speaking to Meetu Langa, who is going to share who her favorite goddess from this festive season is. I really love goddess Kali. Our Indian goddesses are so special and I really love her because she's, you know, so militant and just does what she thinks should be done, which is what I feel a lot of women are. So I think that's why it used to always resonate a little more closer to my heart. I was born and raised in Kolkata and West Bengal. So we have in common that love for the month of October and the celebration of, you know, from Durga Puja, Diwali, Kali Puja. The celebration of goddesses was very prominent part of my childhood and Diwali celebrations as well. And I've got such fond and vivid memories of seeing different statues and going pandal hopping and the dark. My memories are very tangible and, you know, just I can I can hear and see and smell everything when anyone mentions Diwali and Durga Puja. 
No, that's that's very true. And the dhak is such a special time because in the morning you wake up with the dhak and shonko playing and the pujas and artis and it's it's just very spiritual, very special and very festive. Yeah, absolutely, very festive. Mitu is talking about a drum called the dhak. The dhak is a huge membranophone instrument from India. The shapes differ from the almost cylindrical to the barrel. The manner of stretching the hide over the mouths and the lacing also varies. It is suspended from the neck, tied to the waist and kept on the lap or the ground and usually played with wooden sticks. Playing the dhak is a skill that demands patience and practice and is typically passed down through generations. The dhak sounds symbolizes the welcome of goddess Durga and convey the joy and happiness that radiates throughout the festivities. Is there a special food that has a connection with your childhood when you were in India that you remember every time anyone mentions Durga Puja or Diwali? I mean Durga Puja of course the most favorite is the bhog that we would get in the different pandals. I get a bit annoyed when they try to give a more modern spin to it and sometimes they give you fried rice instead of bhog or it's rice and some sabzi instead of the proper bhog because bhog as you know is what is offered to the goddess and then we get to eat that which is five vegetables it's like a khichri but cooked on slow fire it's a bit smoky and then with that there's a little chutney and paish so that was like the favorite that we all used to love eating right through durga puja all the five days um and of course with kali puja there is of course bhog but there's also luchi and mutton curry and fish curry that is also offered and i love eating that kind of reminds me of this festive time I hear you when you say you're such a foodie because I think every Bengali is Bengal is uh, one of the top 10 destinations for uh, food apparently on a list of um, on the global list so I can I can totally relate to that is there a special mishti a dessert that you love I do love the paish but which is made with gur the nolun gur uh, so I love that paish which is made around uh, because it's winter in India right it's onset of winter in india so i love that paish and the chutney that they make with date and kishmish and sometimes even with a little bit of mango so those are the things that i really really love and look forward to i'm curious about what it was like when you first moved here and did you find it challenging to mark the cultural celebrations away from home in a new western country as a migrant obviously like most migrants when we first moved here nothing matches up to the celebrations back home and back in india but i think slowly you adapt you also start embracing the differences and you bring your own your own touch to it you know and i think the same has happened with me as well when i first moved here there were there was not much going on but we did go to find a beautiful temple which i kind of made my own and i go there all the time then we discovered one durga puja and everyone used to go 
and it used to be at the Serbian Cultural Center, which is a true test of how multicultural Melbourne is. And uh, now, of course, you have so many Durga Pujas. This weekend, we went to two Durga Pujas, one at the Ramakrishna Mission and another which was done by BAV. And both were beautiful, both were festive, both were different and yet similar. So, so it was very, very special. And I was really like, I was really thinking exactly what you said from the first Durga Pujo to the one that we just went where I felt at home, where, you know, we knew the community, the community is so integrated and together, everybody's celebrating, my husband, my mother, my daughter was there. So it just felt very complete. It does take a while when you just migrate to sort of stop that comparison of how it used to be and then try and embrace your own way and adapt and evolve, like you said. Have you noticed a shift in the way our festivals have become more mainstream, popular and more known? Like are people more from other cultures embracing it more? Have you seen that happen? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think as the diaspora here is growing and integrating, that is a very natural evolution and um, it's just always so nice to see people from other communities uh, from non-indian communities as well at the functions feeling very welcome very included very settled and enjoying all the celebrations all the festivities i love their curiosity in knowing okay who is goddess durga who is goddess kali what is the relevance and all the stories and you know every community has their own version of all our mythologies so it's always very nice even if you know the story to hear another version of the same story you know so um, i find this time a very enriching time the curiosity is something that even I sit up and I'm like, wow, there's people from other cultures who are really curious about our goddesses and there's so much power in sharing culture and embracing other cultures. I think that's how we connect as a multicultural community and can live in harmony. That's absolutely true. And I think that is what, because there is a commonality and yet it's all different. So that is what I find very unique because all our mythologies have so many variations. There's no right or wrong variation. They're just different variations. So it's always interesting to hear that that's their version. This is our version. And yet the common thread is very similar. Victory over good, over evil, the goddess going, you know, rankishing and having this big fierce battle. So I do enjoy hearing all the different versions. Me too. I learned so much from by way of conversing with people who have different interpretations. And it's so nice to add to the storylines that we have and just keep learning more and more about your culture. I think that's just so beautiful. Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, right now we have so many Diwali Melas, Diwali Fairs. Even our Prime Minister, Premier Ministers, they are posting Diwali greetings, which just shows the importance of the festival, the understanding of its importance, the fact that the Indian diaspora is so important and integrated into the multicultural fabric of Australia. So all of that is a huge positive. The fact that we have so many Diwali fairs, which pretty much start from the Durga Puja period. Every weekend just goes. We have so many corporate Diwali events. So all of that is very, very positive and also very welcome because it really flags the importance and the understanding of the festival and what it means to us. Yeah, so true.
Now, speaking of Durga Puja, how proud does it make you feel knowing that UNESCO has just released a coin internationally in honor of recognizing Bengali Durga Puja as an intangible cultural heritage? I feel so happy and you know Raksha last year after many 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 years I was in Calcutta for Dugo Pujo and it was just so nice and so inspiring to see the various panels and how one of them was just made with recycled tin from the oil tins and the whole panel and the goddess was made with that another was made with newspaper it's all about sustainability panels are large tent-like structures that are recreations of popular buildings usually temples built in wood and cloth over a bamboo superstructure This year, I just read that there is one pandal which is celebrating the menstrual cycle, which till even a few years back was such a taboo topic. And now we are celebrating it along with our goddesses, which is all about having that social impact, having that social core at mind, integrating all these important messages into our festival. So not only does the UNESCO status make me very happy, but also the various ways the Durgo Pujo is evolving is very, very close to my heart. Likewise, like when when you mentioned that you were there last year, I was taken back to my visit. And after 17 years of being away from Kolkata, last year I got to experience Durga Puja in Bengal, in Kolkata, when I visited my father. Every pandal that I visited, I was not only blown away, but I was stunned into you know, almost tearing up at just the amount of creativity that was on display and the way social impact as well as current topics were unpacked through that the display of, like you said, using recycled materials and raising awareness about things that are important to the world right now. You're listening to My Diwali podcast on SBS and I'm speaking with Meetu Langa. So Meetu, you've just returned from a big trip to India. Tell me, what have you been busy working on during your travels and post-IFIM? As you know, our core business is film distribution. So we've just been working on all the big releases that's coming up. In fact, we have a big release, Tiger 3 on Diwali. So we are all working on that. So nice to spend Diwali with Salman Khan. So very excited about that. And uh, then we have uh, the My Melbourne Project, which as you know, is very close to our heart. That's the feature film initiative that the festival has launched. So we've finished half of it and we are shooting the other two stories in March and January next year. So we've just been busy with the prep for that. So it's been very busy, but also very, very stimulating and fun. Excuse me, what? You're celebrating Diwali with Salman Khan? Tell us more. <laughs> no, no, what I meant is because Tiger 3 opens on Diwali. So it's in some ways, it's like celebrating Diwali with Salman Khan because we'll all be going to watch that. So yeah, yeah. So I know everyone, you might have thought for a second that either he's coming here or I'm there. No such luck. But we are doing the second best that we are celebrating it 
by watching his film. Diwali is also the start of the new year, the financial year, the cleaning up of all records, starting afresh, having those beautiful pujas at home. So it's such a beautiful, spiritual, healthy, happy time. You know, all of us coming together. I mean, it's my favorite time of the year. Mine too. And is there a specific ritual that you love to do, even if it means taking a break and slowing down? Like, is that something that you associate with the festival and you look forward to? I mean, not really taking a break because there's just so much going on uh, because you're trying to meet your friends, you're trying to have those dinners. Definitely, I do do an office puja. And I do a home puja. And before that, we do a big clean of everything. You know, like how you believe old energy out, new energy in kind of a thing. And we also ensure that we reach out to all our loved ones. We greet them. We send small sweets to all the people who are important and close to our heart. So those are the things that I think I've kept alive from India. We, I used to do that in India. I have seen my family do that in India. I think and I hope my daughter will also do that after when she grows up. So those are the things that we always do. I think that's something I really miss doing. The handmade hampers, cards, personalized uh, ways in which you can honor your connection with someone and, you know, remind them that you're thinking about them during this festive season. That's something I'm going to do this year. I have missed it last year. And it's reminded me that it's important to really celebrate with sweets and more importantly, wishes in reaching out to people. Yes, absolutely. I, I think, you know, when we are running around so much with work, it's very easy to forget. So these festivals like Diwali and Christmas, it's just so such a good time to remind ourselves to reach out to somebody we might not have spoken for a while, but just to tell them, happy Diwali and I still love you, you know, so... Is there a standout film or filmmaker who was pivotal in making you want to build a career in films? I wouldn't say one standout films. There's been so many films. I've always loved cinema. The one person who I would definitely credit for uh, supporting and helping me start my film journey in Australia is uh, Mr. Yash Chopra. And uh, thanks to him, I got into distribution because otherwise my background has always been arts. I went to film school. His team and him, they taught me everything. And that's how we were able to successfully integrate Hindi cinema, Indian cinema into the mainstream landscape, cinema landscape of Australia. and also. He's the one who brought in Salam Namaste. He and Adi brought in Salam Namaste to Australia. And it was so great working with Siddharth and the Holy Ashraj team. Then they shot Bachnaya Haseeno, Chakde India in Australia, which all kind of brought India and Australia a lot closer, I feel. Lovely. I love that. And I'm always uh, looking at you for inspiration when it comes to how a woman can carve her career and pathway in a very male-dominated world and hold her own. So kudos to you. And I respect and love that you're doing that. Now, thank you. Thank you, Raksha. Like I always say, it's, it's, I think our industry is very hard because like you rightly said that it's very male-dominated. Most of the deals are happening at three in the morning over a glass of whiskey. So it's very hard to break through that. But things are changing. And I think more and more women are coming into all these key roles, studio heads and, you know, or taking these decisions. And also, I think if you keep pushing, pushing and pushing and you have that tenacity and dedication, things do work out eventually. That's so true. And we have the power of the goddesses with us. So why not? 
exactly exactly and, and i mean i think that's that's one of the best things that uh, that has happened and you're so right raksha because all our goddesses are just so awesome and so strong and they're all multitasking doing 100 things and beating up the evil people so um, i feel why can't we take inspiration from that and do the same exactly the culture has set the precedence for us and we all all have to follow yes exactly absolutely right one last question meetu what are your plans for diwali this year with your family i have so many plans first and foremost i'm trying to ensure that i don't offend and make the most of uh, all the many wonderful uh, diwali celebrations that are happening in the community but personally we always have a small diwali dinner with close friends at home so i'm very excited about that and of course lots of eating lots of celebrations lots of good wishes and goodwill all around that sounds amazing me too of course our adda session can go on forever but we're out of time and it has been so wholesome to chat with you and get to know about your diwali thank you so much raksha so nice to speak to you and I'm, i wish you and your listeners and everyone a very very happy diwali thank you so much me too wishing you and your family as well a very happy diwali and kali puja thank you for being our guest on sps thank you so much thank you for having me listening to my diwali and i've just chatted with meethu lange about her diwali celebrations in australia find all five my diwali episodes at www.sps.com.au/mydiwali in the sps audio app or your preferred podcast app